Welcome to The Clean Truth, where we like to call bullshit on the status quo. What's up? Welcome back to The Clean Truth. Silver Fox, Scotty, Noah's, Noah's in the corner, you can't see him. We got a cool episode today. We have a little surprise. But first, we have to do the weekly ball busting. And you, sir, get the brunt of it. <laughs> I looked over at Scott, hoping it wasn't coming towards me. I can it's only imagine. Your eyes. Yeah. Can we talk about this email signature? Come have, you on. Heard, have you heard about this yet? No. What do we got? Six o'clock in the morning, I'm drinking my coffee. I see an email come through from Ben to one of the franchisees. He signs it, Big Ben. No. Yeah. Can I just ask why? Because I knew that would get like a few laughs like early in the morning, get him fired up. He sends an email. One of our franchisees wants to start expanding. And he, I think he emailed us at 5.30 or something like that. And you responded back. I think you responded back. or I, Yeah, and saying, like, let's get, it, let's get it rolling. And so I was like, might as well start a party here. So I said, yeah, Big Ben, let's get it. Mm. It's all good. I'll take Let's it. not do that on a regular basis. <laughs> you know, all you right. Th- you don't think we can catch on? I am pretty proud of these. If you notice, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see these decks of cards here. If you're listening, we have a cool little surprise for you. We have official decks of the Clean Truth or Dare cards. I'm going to compare this to Cards Against Humanity. Closest thing I can describe it for people that can't actually see them. Yeah. It's probably the, similar. It's yeah. a pretty big deck of cards. They split in half. You have truths and you have dares. These are so fucking funny, man. So cool. And you can play to like a points, right? Like yeah. first person to. Yeah, I mean, the first card has my, look at my mug on it. That's pretty funny. But somewhere in here, there's a rule card. How to play. No strict rules, only fun. It's kind of how I live. Shuffle the truths with the dares. Go around the table, drawing from the deck. Simple, right? Now let's call some bullshit on some people. So if you pass and you don't want to take the card, like you pass it on? I mean, again, man, there's no rules. You just draw it and play. I think you can just make up your own damn rules. Play how you want to. Yeah, Yeah, it's for fun. I mean, you could play with... Drinking or not drinking. Some of this should be pretty damn funny to see sober. Now, listen, I'm going to fair warn you. I have a sick and twisted, demented freaking mind. So some of these, I don't know if I would play these with your teenage kids. How about with your mom? Don't know if Pam's going to want to play this game. I feel like these are kind of rated R almost. No, I mean, they're PG-13. I mean, PG yeah, yeah, PG-13. Can we say 17, 18, maybe? Some of them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just depends on what kind of parent you are. But at the, at the same time, like, <laughs> Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. That's almost X-rated the normal version. Right, yeah. Anyway. It's fun. These are dropping today. So check out our merch site. Pick these up. I think they're $30 a deck, which isn't bad. This is a big-ass deck of cards. Yeah, I didn't realize they were this big. until Well we over 100, right? Yeah. Fat. We're gonna play part of it, but before we get into the game, I have our. If you're watching on YouTube here, you can see our little merch site pulled up on the screen. I think last episode we announced our the Cleanies Foundation 
Um, we will do a huge official launch of that, but you know, we have a merchandise line out on our uh, website. And uh, go to cleanings.com, click on the merch tab. But all of the proceeds for all of the merch that's on this site will be going to the Cleanings Foundation and donated to charity. We're not keeping any of the profits from this. Really cool. From this stuff. So it's cool stuff, man. I mean, Yvonne and I didn't want to do like your typical run-of-the-mill clothing line. We were like, well, I want some different shit, shit that nobody, you know, wears. And we were kind of selfish. We were like, well, what would I want to wear? You know what I mean? They're not all just T-shirts and shit like that. I'm wearing so. one of the shirts right now. You are. All right. Let's play this game. Who's that little guy on the screen? Oh, man. Look at the hot dog roll. Can we zoom in on that? Can you? No. <laughs> it's a badass truck in the background, though. I want to see a picture of Don's... Uh, Hot dog neck. Check out the merch site. All right. Well, now our weekly clean truce. Every week we're just going to draw one of these cards without even looking at it. You going to shuffle it? I did already. Can I can I cut the cards to make sure? No, I have one. <laughs> I got one teed up. Oh, see, yeah, I knew it. I <laughs> After knew this it. one, though, I'm not I'm not going to do that. After this one, I knew it, Scott. Too I predictable. We can't do the dares because obviously, I mean, we're in a a small room. Yeah. So the dares are going to be hard, but if you guys buy one of these and you play the game and you tag us in it and tag the podcast, you never know. I might give you something. I want to see some people do that. Love it. All right, let's get to it. The first official truth. What is the craziest pickup line you've ever used and did it work? And don't you dare, you little wieners, tell me you've never used a pickup line. I'm going to call you a liar. I'm trying to think. I I don't know if I've, I can't think of like a cheesy one that I've ever used. Like, is that what you're thinking? Like, a, like a bad one. I mean, I don't even know if I use it. It says the craziest pickup line. I don't. I wasn't a pickup line guy. Do you pickup lines? I mean, <laughs> pickup lines used to be cool. I was gonna say like I grew up in a different generation. <laughs> We use pickup lines all the damn time. Sometimes it worked. Sometimes you got smacked in the face. I mean, the, or only, at. the only one that I could think about is when I'd like joke around with my wife, and it's like, "You got fries for that shake?" Hmm. <sighs> yeah. See, they're all kind of, all kind of cheesy. Mm. Yeah. See, that's why I'm not a pickup line guy. <laughs> Mine is probably there was a bar that we used to go to all the time. Um, right outside of where I grew up. Girls, girls, girls. They played that that song. Not that kind of bar either. It was called Fireside. Fireside is where dirty things happened. So I remember this one night I was in there and I was dancing with this girl and I was like, have you ever said sex in a bar bathroom before? And I'm not shitting you. She looked at me and she was like, no, you want to? Now, the one thing you have to keep in mind about Fireside, a little background story, this place was a fucking dump. It was dirty, nasty, the dirtiest place. The bathrooms didn't have doors on them. Mm. No doors in the bathrooms. Picture that for a minute. I'll leave the, I'll leave the rest uh, to your imagination. <laughs> Oof. 
Pam's not going to like this one. No. <laughs> All right. I was thinking about this. The last podcast we had, we had Brett here. And I don't think we had did a podcast for like a month prior to that. And I was on, I was a guest on a podcast yesterday. And I got, they were telling me how, you know, kind of how they format it and how they do it. And then my mind got going and I'm like, man, we just do ours. And he was, he kind of, he was asking me the same questions. He's like, do you guys like schedule your podcast or like line it out or do anything? And I'm like, well, not really. It's not really something that we schedule and put right. on. It's lunchtime. On an agenda. We, we always say we're going to, but like. My job takes up a lot of my time. Your job takes up a lot of your time. You guys are always fucking editing something. So you guys are always busy. So it's kind of like, hey, we got a podcast this week? Nah, let's just wait till next week. Or hey, we got a podcast this week? Yeah, we're going to have two of them. It's never really consistent. So I kind of just broke it down simple. And I was like, we're always trying to put these off and, and try to find the right time to do them. But the basis of this podcast has always been to talk about training, nutrition, and some sort of business. Kind of, we've always kept it simple. Right. Um, I've never really gotten into the whole political thing because it's just not my style, and I'm not really that good at it. We're going to talk about it a little bit today, just because. But from now on, I think we should just do one a week, talk about something within those three sectors, and call it a day, man, and stop overthinking it. We need to start doing these podcasts more often. Set the recurring day. Let's yeah. do it. All right. First one's training. And it's Squattober. It is. It's the best month of the year. How's your Squattober going? Fantastic, actually. I like I get a lot of people asking me that. Like, how's how's it going for you? And I'm I always answer good, I think. But uh I think that's because I look forward to it. And I'm mentally prepared for it and have done it a few times. So at this point, I kind of know what to expect out of the training protocol. And yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I like it. I got goals and moving towards those. What's your goal this year? Get back to the 500 club on a back squat. You hit that last year. That's what I said, get back to it. Yeah, so I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to hit a lifetime PR by any means, but I know I don't train with a, a working max of 500 pounds on a daily basis, so kind of progress my way back to that. What did we both hit last year, 510? I think mine was right at 500 last year, and then the year before, that's when we were we were training really hard. We got pretty darn heavy. Hmm. Eating some carbs in the past couple of years. That's probably why. Mm-hmm. Scotty, how's your training going? Hey, <laughs> hey, well, I squatted this morning. I didn't do the squats over workout because I got my own thing. But you know, what is your own thing? It's work up to like a five by five, and then do some athletic stuff after. That's pretty much the gist of it. It's pretty loose. It's good. What was that five by five weight? Oh, a thirty like, pound kettlebell. Like it was like a twenty five pound kettlebell. Yeah. Oh, you didn't even back squat. You just no, I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, are you over there? What are you training? I'm a runner, so I'm working on my half marathon. Oof, woof. Half are you marathon. are you signed up for one now? Uh, hopefully March. Nice. For I think we should go ahead and sign you up, so you're committed to it. For people who can't hear, he said he's a runner and he's training for a half marathon. Hmm. Mm. 
I like it. I'm just training for this hunt, man. I'm doing anything I can just to keep my cardio endurance up. It's really the only thing I'm doing. I'm kind of pissed that I can't do squats over, but. You still squatted the other day. I think we were talking about it. I'm squatting. I'm just not following the program. Yeah. Um, one of the cool things that we've been doing here is our entire company has been wearing whoop straps. How long did we do that? We did it for we're a whole com- year. We're right? coming up on the, the full year. Yep. So Yvonne and I have been talking about whether or not we're going to keep this going, but I think half of our team kind of fell off the bandwagon. Mine ran out. I didn't have any more. So we're trying to decide, like, do we re-up the whoops and get everybody back on it and do it, or do we find something else? I think the the fitness wearables was like a cool culture thing for us. It was like a cool internal, like, yeah. culture thing to do. It's fun. It's definitely fun. I would do it again. I still I still enjoy mine. Uh, I don't think I've taken mine off since the day we We're actually kicking around the idea. There's a, a Garmin that's pretty reasonable, buying everybody a Garmin. That way we don't have to pay the monthly membership thing. Because mm. some of the features on Garmin, they don't have on Whoop. I mean, these things are kind of like everything else. Some of them have features that others don't that right. are really good. And then others have different, the ones that aren't, you know what I mean? They kind of trade. There's kind of a trade-off there. Is the Garmin like a watch, like a bulkier? It, yeah. So I have the Phoenix 6. And I've got this, you know, I stopped wearing my Whoop because I wanted this when I started training the Tri-Sports again. Because this Tri-Sport app on here is way better than the Whoop. I'm guessing you Noah Noah's in the back. Noah's probably wearing a watch because like you said, you're you're running and whoop doesn't He's doesn't got, doesn't like time you necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's um something that we need to keep going though. Some way, shape or form. We Keeps everybody to, accountable. Yeah, we need to throw it on that new Keeps whiteboard and break it down. Mm. Let's get into some nutrition, man. I get asked a lot um, about labels, like food labels. And so I actually had two people message me about this, just a random, random question um, about food labels. And they were asking, like, what some of this stuff means. And so first thing I wanted to say is go listen to episode 57. That was the food labeling podcast where we had Kenny here. Yeah, that's really Kenny good. Broke, Kenny broke a lot of that down and shed a lot of light on, like, the bullshit behind food labels and what is actually real. And and that's coming from a real USDA inspector who purposely kept his face off camera so he didn't get in trouble for that, but was, was pretty honest, brutally honest with us. So, I mean, I... I would always urge people now, especially these days, to question where your food comes often. Um, but I also think that people get a little caught, too caught up in it. You know what I mean? Like they focus on the wrong shit way too much. And uh, I think they should just focus on portion control first. Let's get that knocked down because most people struggle with portion control first. Right. And then start cracking down on, you know whether or not you're going to follow the keto mindset or carb cycling or any of that, if you don't know how to portion your food out or, you know, eat with some sort of portion control, well, that's going to matter anyway. What were they asking you about uh, the labels? Um, I get a lot of questions on sodium. Like people are worried asking about for salt, our sodium. sodium. Yeah. Like 
what is an acceptable range and what is you know what I mean like just things like that um, when you were competing did you ever even try to remotely track that or like no. when you were down to the nitty-gritty no um, I think people get hung up on that too much I do too I mean we salted our food right you know there's always a, that myth with competing that you have to cut your water and cut your salt and they're both absolutely dead ass wrong backwards you want the water yeah, right? yeah you want the water and the sodium yeah you need it your body yeah. needs it yeah the other little note that i have on here is all of the boozy shit that you see in grocery stores isn't what you think it is you know what i mean don't get hung up on a, on a fancy looking package that says organic grass-fed like just be careful with those labels check the ingredients check and see where they come from um and then i had another question somebody asked me if booze affected your diet, I'm kind of laughing at this question. And I'm like, if you have to ask that question, how much are you actually drinking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I would say it definitely does affect the diet. But everything's, everything's all right in moderation. Yeah, I mean, I'm guilty to have three-ish glasses of bourbon a week. You know, like a one and done nightcap and go to bed. But I don't sit there and hammer a whole bottle in a week. No. I think that's perfectly acceptable. So break it down. So why is, why does alcohol affect the diet other than just extra calories? Yeah, it's extra calories. It turns into sugar. Yep. Which I think people don't realize that aspect, like you just said. Mm -hmm. That's like almost eating a dessert in a sense. That's probably like my... I wouldn't say it's my worst because I'm still chewing here and there. But outside of that, it's probably like my only vice that I have. Other than that, I would be considered like what you call a straight edge. Because I don't like booze and party that much. Yeah. Haven't seen you smoke a cigar in years. Man, I kind of lost that. Yeah. I don't know. I still enjoy it. You started it. giving away your cigars that were like dried up and yeah. everything. I don't know. Um. That's the one reason I haven't done the 75 hard program, Andy's program. Yep. Because he has in there, one of the rules is no alcohol. I'm like, I'm not going to be one of those assholes that does the program and say, yeah, I did it, but, or, well, I did it except, I just like bourbon and I'm not giving it up. I, yeah. just, I mean, I'm a pretty disciplined dude. Disciplined enough. Yeah, you wake up religiously at the same time. That, you know. I know why it's in there. I know why he put it in there, and it's good. Yeah. But it's been the one thing that's kept me from doing it. I'm like, I'm not going to stop drinking my three glasses of bourbon a week at night before I go to bed. It's one of my only, like, stress relievers. One of one of my friends um, that's doing Squattober this year, he asked me, like, hey, do you want to do 75 hard at the same time? Like, start date at the same time. And right now, my current routine, I wake up every morning, work out Monday through Friday, and come home from work and before my kid goes to bed we take a mile long walk around the neighborhood in the stroller so that's fun so there's my inside workout my outside workout blah 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 but i kind of said to him i was like i don't really think that i want to do the program mainly for the fact of i don't want to be held to like that saturday did i do two workouts on that sunday did i do two workouts like i don't think i need that in my life and and yeah my wife uh, was pregnant for nine months, and she was drinking red wine, so I think she wants a drinking partner. So I'm going to be there for her. Yeah. So I decided I'll pass. But I, Listen, man, that's a that's an awesome program. 
Yeah. And the people that do it, you see massive changes, and I follow it. Yeah. And I see it, and it's awesome. But, and like you said, again, I kind of live most of that life anyway, every day. Some of the things that are on that, I do them anyway. Yeah. I don't really do the two workouts in a day anymore. But you are right now. I am right now, but on a normal basis, I don't. I feel like that program is made for people who need something. Like a restart, right? Keep them in line, yeah. Like people who usually just do stuff on their own and they're doing fine. Probably just live by your own rules and actually get shit done by yourself. That's kind of like a good guideline for people who need it. So, I agree. I mean, I think it's good for anybody. Yeah, me too. I mean, the most disciplined fuckers in the world, that program will set your mind right for sure. And I'm not making excuses. I'm being brutally honest with you. I like bourbon, and I'm not going to stop drinking it to do a, a program. I'm just not going to do it. So, All right. I want to talk about some things we don't normally talk about on this podcast. And we've actually done podcasts like this before and just cut them because they sounded insanely retarded because I'm just not one of those dudes. But I feel like some of this stuff has gotten to a point now where we have to have conversations about it. Like, just being quiet about it and watching it go by is doing more harm than good. And I'm not saying that everybody has to turn into some sort of stupid activist or regurgitate everybody other shit on Instagram, which is what you see a lot right now. Um, there's people out there that you I've just stopped flipping through. I've, like, shut their feet off because I just got tired of looking at it from both ends. Right. It's just like, fuck, man. Like... Stop posting somebody else's shit eight times a day. Like, do something on your own. Say something on your own. How do you How do you feel? What do you think? You know what I mean? Instead of just fucking, oh, share. Tag the person that did it. I mean, I do that. Everybody does it. I know exactly what you're talking about. But not eight times a fucking day. Every day. So people have too much time. I mean, one of the things that I wanted to make sure we talked about with sports, you know, you and I were having a brief conversation about it before we came in here. Yep. About the John Gruden thing. Now, none of us in this room or anybody that's going to listen to this podcast has anything to do with the Oakland Raiders or Los Angeles Raiders or Vegas, sorry. <laughs> See? <laughs> and I, my note actually right here says, woke sports. I only watched one baseball game. That's the honest truth. The last Cardinals game? The la- very last one when they made the postseason. You mean front to back? Yeah, sat and watched the entire game. Yeah. I mean, I followed it. But, dude, I just, I can't do it right now. I just can't. I can't get it. I get that passion to want to watch it with all the bullshit that's going on with it. I just can't do it. I'm not going to lie. I'm the exact same. Like, this whole football season, I've watched a little college game day here and there, but I have not watched a full game front to back. I think college football is, like, the least. Like, they're the ones that took – Zero, they're just playing college football, man. Yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't exist here and there, but for the most part, NCAA football is college football right now. Yeah, and they give zero fucks about capacity or anything else. Like yeah, they're just getting right. after it. But like pro basketball, football, and all this, like I just can't, I can't do it, man. I'm not saying it's not important. Like what they're talking about is not important, but separate the two. If you're going to play baseball, let's play some baseball. Leave the rest of the shit out. Like we were talking about the Kyrie Am I going to say his name wrong? Kyrie Irving? That's good. It's Kyrie, right? Yeah. 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 
Like I think what he did was awesome. That's my opinion. I think he, I think what he did was noble, and he's going to take a lot of shit for it. He's going to eat a shit sandwich. No doubt. But uh, I think you and I were talking the other day. I think people just think, and Kyrie's trying to explain to people, he's like, it's not a political thing. People don't understand that. Like Kyrie Irving, like lives almost a pretty much 100% plant-based diet. Like he is in tune with, you know, what he wants to do with his body in all aspects. I think when he was with Boston, uh, I got to meet one of like the chefs. We were like doing a practice there at their um, like training facility. And they were saying like how like strict he was with his like plant-based diet and how when he had like joined the league, it was, you know, ma- uh, macaroni and cheese, green beans, and like a, uh, you know, a protein. And he had just completely made a 360, you know, flip and really broke down like every single thing that he's putting in his diet. So I don't even think people understand like he's not doing this because of that. He's doing this because of like what he is doing on a daily basis and has been doing on a daily basis with his body and routine. So it's wild. But he's caught in the middle and 100. 88 million dollar like contract extension or whatever that he's pausing or giving up oh, i sense. think i've seen that yeah because yeah, somebody made a comment about him losing so much money over this yeah it's crazy well anyway the cardinals are out the braves are in which means i give zero fucks don't care who wins the world series i kind of want the dodgers to win it so that pujols wins another championship i'm torn on that because i want I want my ex-national boys on the Dodgers team to win another one, but I also don't like the Dodgers. Well, I don't like the Dodgers either. But I mean, I think it's good for baseball if the Braves are relevant again. No. Get that out of here. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we need a good East Coast team again. I mean, you know, when is name, the next name another good East Coast team. Well, it used to be the Nationals, and then they traded their whole team away. So, Yeah. I mean, you can't really. I mean, you wouldn't like claim Boston or New York right now. Like, I don't like the American League. Yeah, like you know, the Cubs. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess you got a point. Like, we need somebody good on the East Coast. When is the next baseball expansion? You think we need another team? Nashville needs a team. Charlotte needs a team. There's no space. What? They yeah. could put that stadium out in Matthews, or they could put it anywhere in Charlotte. Yeah. Not in Charlotte. No That's, way. Yeah, in the perimeter. Well, I mean, the Brave Stadium isn't in Atlanta. Good point. That's true. When DC, the the stadium is in DC. If you were awesome. going to catch me wearing any other team's Major League Baseball apparel, there would have to be a pro sports a ball team that go went to Charlotte. They have a minor league team. I'm t- no, no. expansion <laughs> team. What about the MLS? MLS is in Charlotte, huh? Man. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody watch MLS? <laughs> the U.S. played last night, and they almost lost to Costa Rica. It was really bad. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Come getting, on, Noah. Getting back to our conversation, and you and I were talking about this this morning. You cannot honestly tell me that we're in a better place right now, across the board, just name a, to pick a lane, than we were a year ago. I, I seriously, I want to. I want to sit down, and I want to have a serious, like, face-to-face, educated conversation with somebody who actually voted for this administration to come in and do the things that they did. And somebody's going to argue, well, we, it's we didn't know the they administration's were fault, right? 
<laughs> like, you sure about that? I know. I know everybody's <laughs> looking at me like I don't know where you want to go with this, man. But I'm serious. I was like, like I mean, yeah, I agree. And I was thinking the other day, like, like we're affected on a daily basis with clean eats, like just sitting right here, right now, clean eats with what's going on in the economy. Just call it the economy. And I was kind of like thinking to myself, like, how many people like in this country, like wake up every day and can truly say like they're not affected like greatly by like something that's going on like really bad in the economy, gas prices, schools, you name it, like whatever it is. I'm like, I'd like to meet the person and what they do for a living. That's saying that they're not involved in something that's being changed or flipped upside down. It's kind of what I'm saying. Like this isn't a, like a political, like left wing, right wing, you know, social justice, racial thing that I'm trying to explain here. Like I, I am normally until this election last year, I hated politics. I would never watch two seconds of it. Didn't care. Majority of me still doesn't, but I've reached a point now where I have to, I think everybody has to, it's changed that. And it pisses me off that I have to do that. But like, I have to pay attention to what's going on in the world now instead of just focusing on what we're doing here because all of that shit affects us what we're doing here. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Watching, like, any of the news channels is a joke right now. You can't do that. Right. But when I see a snippet of the sleepy old man on there and he leans over the microphone and whispers it, like, I think that's what irritates me the most is his smug, pugnant bullshit that you see where he's like, I wrote the bill. And he does that shit like he's trying to be a smart ass or trying to be funny. And it's like, you're an asshole. Yeah. I would say the same thing if it was somebody else and they did that. So it has nothing to do with because it's him. You know what I mean? And so I was listening to, I can't remember who this was, but I was listening to a podcast the other day and they had a good point. Donald Trump wouldn't have been the answer either. Like if he was sitting in that office right now, we'd still be dealing with the same shit. It might not be as drastic, but on the up, on the flip side, cities would still be burning. People would still be rioting over dumb shit. Like, it would be just that we'd have some of the same shit going on. Right. The question is, what's next? I don't know, man. Like, supply chain is screwed up in every industry. We can't, it's affecting us. We can't get food. We can't get containers, you know, because the workforce is non-existent. They literally don't have truck drivers and manpower to unload these cargo ships. They're just Quick backed enough. up. Good luck getting uh, Christmas presents this year. Yeah, you know, you've I, seen our ports. Yeah, they are backed up. Well, Yvonne <laughs> and I have a really good friend who works for a cargo uh, company, and this person actually drives a cargo ship, like a container ship. Right. That's exactly what they told me. They were like, "The problem isn't like anything going on, other than we literally don't have the manpower to unload them. They're so far backed up." I think they have like thousands of ships just sitting in ports, just like waiting, like just sitting there because they can't get them in. It's sad, man. I don't, I don't have an answer. I don't know what to tell people to do other than start voting intelligently. Like I'm not pushing anybody to, you know, this is a democratic Republic thing, but do some research on who the hell you're voting for. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it's going to take. We almost need like a call to the country for people to to come back to work and to work harder than they ever have. Like 
because literally everybody's affected. Moms, kids are getting sent home. Got to go back to homeschool. Uh, food, supply chain, everything like that. Like, it's all getting affected. We got to make like a call to help. My buddy Tony, um, I've, we've done a podcast with Tony Cowden before. Um, him and some guys started a pretty cool charity. They actually just launched it today. Um, and if you, what is today? I always say this kind of shit on a podcast. And it's the 14th. Days. So we, we're actually recording. It's Thursday the 14th. Um, it's a nonprofit called the American Oath Initiative. And so what they're doing is it's a nonprofit, but they're collecting money to back political candidates who are actually like protecting the Constitution. It's a, it's a really cool thing. And it's not like, you know, I don't even have, I don't, I don't want to spoil it by trying to describe it. And They're not it. already so, connected like, to politics, these yeah. candidates. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's, it's a hundred percent veterans that are running this thing and, and dealing with it. It's a, it's a cool initiative. I, I'm really kind of stoked to see what he does with it and help him out any way I can with it. Um, so if you want that link, I just put it up on my Instagram, so go check it out. Go check their page out. Um, the other thing that I saw, and then I'll talk about something else here, but I, I saw something pretty cool. Mark Anthony, little kid from First Form. I say little, but he's actually pretty jacked. He just put a, an Instagram post up that talked about losing freedoms. And the way this kid described that, like Daniel gave me goosebumps on my arms when I was watching this shit. I'm like, that's legit. Like the way he just fucking described that is exactly 100% spot on. So I would, uh, break it down. What was he touching on? Um, so he references his time in prison. You know, he did five, five years in the pen. And so what he was talking about was people don't really realize their loss of freedoms because it's always the little things that you don't see. You know, and he was talking about, I mean, you really need to go watch this story. Yeah. But ba basically what he was getting at was, you know, his five years in prison, he almost felt free because he had three meals a day. He had a bed. He could roam around. They had TV. He got, you know, hot shower every day. But, you know, which if you compare it to the outside world, same types of things. And, he, you know, at the end of it, he mentioned the one thing that always reminded him that he was not a free man was he talked about getting up early because he's like it's always loud like there's always people talking and he, I never got a moment of silence unless I waked up woke up at 4 a.m. before anybody got up and he was like I had coffee we had we had all of that shit and he was like I was in gen pop like this wasn't like a camp this was prison so he said I had I had some of the same luxuries that everybody here has in the outside world but the only time I knew I wasn't free was when I wanted to go outside and take a fucking walk. He's like, I just couldn't go outside. They made me wait. I don't know. You have to watch it, man. The way the kid did it, I was like, holy shit. I've never heard anybody describe this like this. And that he aired it like he aired out his shit. And it was cool. Nice. It was nice. I don't know. I had one more thing I wanted to do. I saw this link when I was drinking coffee this morning. I was like, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. And I actually researched these companies, and they're legit. So, where is this going? I have a list of companies here that are 
They they call it secretly owned by China. They're not fully owned by China, but China owns the majority equity stake in most of these businesses. Okay. So General Electric. GE. GE. So they're headquartered out of Boston. They were bought by a company called Hair, H-A-I-E-R. Their headquarters is in Qingdoa, China. Who knew? Interesting. The next one, AMC, the movie theater, movie company. They're headquartered out of Leewood, Kansas. They were bought by Dalian, Dalian, Dalian? I don't know how the hell you say it. Wanda Group. That company, they're headquartered out of Beijing. Here's one that I was like, like shocked when I read it. Smithfield Foods. Smithfield Chicken and Barbecue? Yeah. North Carolina, baby? Nope. Headquartered out of Smithfield, Virginia. They were bought by a company called WH Group, which is headquartered in Hong Kong. IBM? Yeah. Headquartered out of Armont, New York. They were bought by Lenovo, which is headquartered out of Hong Kong. Here's one I actually had to look at. I didn't really think it was real, but General Motors. Headquartered out of Detroit. They were, part of their company was bought by Shanghai Auto Industry Corporation. Headquartered out of Shanghai. The majority of it? Like, they're public, right? Yeah. So the that company owns the majority shareholder of their company. Wow. I think they got out of uh, debt. Spotify and Snapchat, both of these are the same, so I had them both. Headquartered in New York, bought by Tencent Holdings, LLC. Headquartered in Shenzhen, China. Here's another one that I was thought was shocking. Hilton Hotels. Headquartered out of McLean, Virginia, bought by H&A Group. Headquartered out of Hong Kong. Um... Yep, that was the last one. Do you know when they bought all these companies? Um, I'd have to pull the link up. I don't even remember the name of the link. It was, um, I get that morning uh, newsletter, newspaper. There was a link in there on it. So does I, that does that change your mind on using some of those platforms? Listen, I, you know what? Somebody asked me that not too long ago about what I thought about, you know, things that come from China. Would I buy things from China? Yeah. I have nothing against buying things from China or things that come from China. It's almost impossible not to these days. You wouldn't right. use anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in, in all realistic, you know what I mean? Like, I would say that that was a good thing that our previous president did. He was making that a little bit better and improving that and bringing some of that stuff back to our own country. I don't think it'll ever go away. I mean, there's countries all around the world that make some really cool shit that everybody around the world shares and does. So, no, I have nothing against buying some of that stuff. Our, most of our restaurant equipment, the components of it is made in China. Most of the things you're wearing right now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I have no issues with that. I just, you know, my personal feelings on it, I wish that some of these companies would do everything they can not to go that route. But eventually, you know, I wouldn't care if it was in Denmark or wherever. You know what I mean? Like, of course I want everything made in America. I want that for sure. That's unrealistic now right. in the world we live in. Regardless of all of the bullshit, I mean, it would just be very unrealistic. It's just not not possible. It would be awesome, but it's just not possible. 
I'm not getting away from Spotify. You guys made fun of me for months for not having Spotify. I'm not either. You didn't have Spotify Premium. Yeah, that's a, there's so. A did you upgrade to premium? Oh yeah, I've had it for a long time. Okay, thank goodness. I don't even listen about, to it. It's about time. Like I got rid of uh, satellite radio in my truck. Yeah, I don't have that. I just use Spotify. Just connect. God, you remember just walking into the the clean eats garage gym and you just hear ads. <laughs> <laughs> not only ads, those Pandora ads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not only ads, they were from St. Louis because I never switched it over. Your zip code, yeah. God. So you would hear all these like you get like emu on there. Yeah. St. Louis businesses. E- what'd you say emu what's what's the pizza place emos emos doesn't matter it's a body blow yeah <laughs> all right this was a good time go buy some clean truth or dare cards should Trace. we do one more com. card you that do you don't more? know shuffle it. you gotta shuffle you it. You gotta shuffle cut it? it cut it well you gotta pull the dares out all right all right and then he gets asked first right yeah Scott? yeah 100% I'm going to cut it again because I feel like Don's like a magician. What she got? What's your most embarrassing guilty pleasure? Hmm. Embarrassing is a bad word to use for me because I don't get embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed by anything. Well, funniest guilty pleasure. Um... Hmm. Guilty pleasure. Do you go get your nails done? No. <laughs> no. I'm not like a pedicure nail guy. Guilty pleasure. I mean, eating cookies. That's it? I mean. Ben, what do you got? Embarrassing? I would say... Man, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to say. Embarrassing. Maybe. I mean, people think it's kind of funny that I listen to country music when I work out. Like, and I love country music when I work out. I don't, I don't mind it in the morning. I always thought you were weird for that too. Yeah, there's a lot of people that think. And that's, I love country music, but yeah. I was like, man, six o'clock in the morning on a workout. Yeah, it's still weird. Exactly. <laughs> what do you got, Scott? Um, I don't have like an embarrassing one, but lately we made the mistake of buying Halloween candy early for the kids in our neighborhood and those Twix are just sitting on the counter and I just walk by every single time and I grab one. <laughs> no Twix in Scott's nose. So, okay. I'll, I'll those add kids to that. are not getting any Twix. <laughs> I'll, I'll add to that. I'll expand upon my answer. My... Yvonne, I don't know why. Maybe it's just boredom. Maybe it's just like a, I got to do something with my hands type thing. But I'm bad about like if we're watching a show or something, I'll sit there for a minute and I'll get up. And I'm that guy that'll just go to the fridge and open it and just stare at it. Just close it right away. Yep. And like we've gotten to the point now where we have to like watch what we put in the house. Because during those instances, Yvonne does it too. She just won't tell you. We'll actually like fucking eat it if there's like sweets or something in there. So we don't keep any ice cream in the house. No cookies, no sweets, no nothing. Like, the only treat thing that we'll keep in our house is, like, a bag of, like, lime-flavored tortilla chips. Because, like, you could eat a whole bag of those and still be in the ballpark of, like, healthy-ish. Hey, I didn't just kill myself. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm really bad if I'm sitting at home and I don't have You'll anything to do. You'll just go stare at that. I'll go open the fridge and stand there and go, damn it, I wish we had something to snack on. <laughs> and then I'll close the fridge and our little snack drawer's right here to the left. 
or what used to be the snack drawer. Now we put bread and peanut butter in it. Mm. And I'll open it up, and I'm like, I don't want four handfuls of lime-flavored tortilla chips. So, so then do you go back to the couch, and you like lay back there, and Yvonne looks over at you, and you walked back with nothing. Yeah, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Just... She's like, what do we got? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. I love it. I think that's why I started drinking like diet sodas in the evenings after dinner because the carbonation filled my stomach up and I didn't want to snack. Oh, that's good stuff. Anyway. All right, guys. Until next time. <laughs>